What's good? What's it? This is your girl, and welcome to For the Love of Vernicia podcast. Today's date is April 15, 2022, at 7 59 p.m. How are y'all doing? I know I haven't recorded any episodes. Um, I might get a little teary eyed. I've been going through some family stuff. Um, I recently uh, had a cousin that passed away, and she was like, the glue of the family or one of the cousins that's glue of the family. And then, um, two days after she passed or yeah, two days after she passed, my niece Zoe was born. So, um, so I had some good times and bad times. This happened, um, last month, my cousin passed away, I believe March 23rd and my niece was born March 25th. And, uh, it's just ironic because when my cousin passed away, got a flight to the Bay and, um, was, you know, consoling, I was going out there to console, you know, my family because of my cousin passing uh, suddenly and, uh, and then it, it worked out. God wanted me to be there when my niece was born. So, Y'all just keep me in your prayer. Like, um, I remember our last conversation because, um, her and her husband was coming out here to look at properties to buy, to move out here. And she just was asking me different places to move and where not to move. And I was telling her, you know, that I'll look out for her. And she was telling me how her and her husband will have to come by and wash clothes and might come by and cook and everything so that was my last conversation with her and then the last time I seen her in person was at my sister baby shower and I I remember I gave her a big old hug when she first got there and I gave her a kiss and then I gave her a kiss um when she uh was leaving the baby shower so we always had good communication and everything and um I'm still processing it I'm sorry if I get a little emotional talking about it because I, it feels like a bad dream and I want to call her and she was the one that, um, my family, me and some of my family members on my mom's side, we have a workout group, a group text workout and we'll, you know, text the group and let us, you know, let everybody know that we did our workout for the day. And she was always the first one because she had work early in the morning and, um, the day that she passed away, she had checked in for the, to the family group text that she worked out. And then the next thing I know, my mom calling me crying saying that she passed away. So, um, just keep us in your prayers. Um, you know, I'm not really emotional, but it seems like everything she was telling me that she wanted me to do is happening. Everything that she advised me to do is happening. And it's just hard, you know, because I just wanted to tell her, thank you for all the advice she gave me. And I told her too, I said, cousin, I'm working on what you told me to, you know, you should suggest me to do and everything. And she was like, I'm proud of you niece, you know, so just keep my family in prayers. <laughs> just give me a moment. Y'all give me a moment. All right, y'all. I needed a moment to catch my breath.
but yeah, um, just keep me in your prayers, um, because that one really hurt. It really, really hurt. But I know she happy of me. She proud of me. And yeah. So, uh, on, you know, I know y'all like, dang. So if you're new to my podcast, today is Freestyle Friday. I know I just, uh, started the episode off really, really sad, uh, and happy too. Cause I'm, I'm happy that I, you know, I have a niece. She's very beautiful. She's loving and everything. And she's, she knows her name, you know, but it's like, I had a blessing and like devastation, you know, at the end of March. And I try to keep myself busy, but it's like, I feel like I'm in a bad dream still. Like I want to call and tell her cousin, I did this, I did this. And I, she's gone. But, you know, just like I said, keep us in prayer, you know, especially me, because I tend to find myself psyched out because I, I'd be like looking because I've been working out, you know, it took time to work back out. And the group text, it seems not the same because I'm used to her texting us first because she gets up early in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. So, um, yeah. Um, so today is Freestyle Friday and thank you for my new listeners and thank you to my old listeners. And we're going to start this off. Um, with some other sad stuff, but I, I can talk about it without crying. So, uh, excuse me, y'all. My allergies is going crazy. And then I just started crying, you know. But anyways, um, I was going to name this episode, the this topic, but I'm like, I'm going to go in and out of it because <sighs> I can finally talk about it. So, um, <clears throat> without crying. So at the age of... I believe at the age of 21, I, um, okay, so, if people know me, they know I used to be at the club a lot and everything and partying and smoking weed and drinking, you know, hard liquor a lot, um, just enjoying life, and, um, it was one particular, particular day, I was with my mom, and we was having a conversation, and she's, you know, um, was like, uh, wondering why I was so feisty and mean to her. Cause I'm not mean to my mama. You know what I'm saying? I'm very nice. You know, I mean, of course I'm human. I get mad at my mom, but it wasn't the same, you know, tone. And she was like, you better, you know, my mom, that one, like, she don't care how old I am child. She'll pop me in my mouth, you know? And she was like, you better stop talking to me like that before you get slapped. Right. So I was like, mom, um, I feel kind of funny. I think I said, I feel kind of funny. And then she's like, well, let's go to, uh, go to a clinic. So if you don't know, um, I'm from the Bay. And at that time when I was 21, well, when I was young, like under 25, it was a lot of Planned Parenthoods, you know, because I don't think I had a main doctor. So I had to go to that Planned Parenthood and I will go there every, you know, to get my women's stuff situated, you know, get checked up or whatnot or whatever. But, um, this particular day we went in and, um, the lady was asking me, you know, what's going on. And she was like, you just seen us. And I was like, I feel kind of funny. Um, my mom said, I got an attitude. I'm like, is there any chance I might be pregnant? Even though I came to see you guys. So she was like, okay, so go pee in the cup, blah, blah, blah. You know, the routine of stuff when you 
you know, taking a test at the doctor's. And um, so we waited in the room. No, they called us back. They, you know, take your weight, all that stuff, your blood pressure, blah, blah, blah. So I was asking, like, can my mom come in there with me? Even though I was 21, you know, she was like, yeah, your mom's can come back there with you. Cool. So when we sat down, she was like, Arnisha, I got something to tell you. And I was like, what's going on? And she was like, you're, um, at this time, you're uh, six months, almost seven months pregnant. And I was like, wait. So I must have got pregnant because I must have got pregnant like in November because I remember it was when I had okay so I must have got pregnant like November the following year when I was 20 um because or it's like December because that was like I was almost seven months pregnant so I must have got pregnant sometime in 2020 so I mean not 2020 <laughs> I meant to say I got pregnant when I was 20, okay? So, no, I was 21 because my birthday in July, so I was I was about to be 22. That's what it was. So I got pregnant when I was 21 because my birthday's in July, and I don't know how to add that shit up. So I was 21, so it was months before my birthday when I got this, uh, this happened. So I was 21. And I was about to be 22 and she was like, you're pregnant. You're like almost seven months pregnant. She was like, I don't know what you want to do or whatnot. And I was like, okay, let me call the father because I mean, I was having sex, but this particular dude, I was with him all the time. So, um, my mom was like, so you going to tell him uh, and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to tell him. And then, um, I eventually... Didn't tell him at that time. I was hanging with my mom and some weeks went by or whatever, whatnot. And I was at a nail shop. If you don't know, uh, I was I'm from East Oakland. So I was in East Oakland. I think like in the hundreds or the nineties getting my feet done and my nails done, and some friends was coming by and it was like, You look pregnant, Arisha. And I was like, That's crazy, because I didn't tell nobody. My mom knew. And then I think her sister, that's my auntie, knew. But I didn't tell nobody because... And I... Oh, I did tell my best friend, too. So, um... At that time... Yeah, so nobody didn't know. And when they came up to me, it was like, Oh, Anisha, you're glowing. You know, you're pregnant. And I told them, you know, don't get too excited because I might abort this baby. And it was like, oh, why? And I was like, um... One of my friends in particular, she don't believe in that, you know, and that's her choice. And then the other one don't either. And that's their, that's their choice. They were, um, their sister-in-laws. Um, but anywho, they was like, why? And I was like, me and the dad's not on good terms. You know, we always arguing and fighting. And it was like, well, whatever you want to do, you know how we feel, but whatever you want to do, you know, we'll, we're here to support you. And I, I was glad to hear that. But in my mind, I'm like, they don't support me because they don't believe in abortions. Right. So, weeks went by, I think a month went by, and then I ended up telling him um, two weeks before I did the procedure. And at this time, I was working at Starbucks in downtown Oakland, and I was working at Express. And I think I was still going to school because I was getting financial aid, so I had the money if I choose to keep the baby and just figure out where I was going to stay. And... um. But at that time, you guys, 
sorry. It's the it's the crying before this episode before this little section I am. Um <clears throat> before I just felt like at that time in my life, I was doing so much to my body, you know, drinking a lot and smoking weed a lot. It's like so much to the point that um my doctor told me she was like, you know, if you have this baby, this baby most likely will be disabled. And that's what I think I just said, you know what? If I would have knew early on that I was pregnant, even though I just went to the doctor, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't take no pregnancy test. You know what I'm saying? I got a pap smear and we went on about our day. But um, that was like a crazy experience because I didn't want to bring a baby into this world that I hurt, that I have to take care of. And then eventually when I'm going on to heaven, that this child's got to, you know, even though I would love my kid any matter way, but I just felt guilty as a mom, I'm carrying this human and I didn't know that I was pregnant. I didn't see the signs that I was so into myself and drinking and partying and smoking and, and all that stuff. I didn't, I didn't, you know feel anything I didn't feel nothing move or nothing I was just gaining weight and I thought the weight was just okay I'm gaining weight and um I end up you know considering abortion and I did uh I might get a little emotional at this part so I'm working at Starbucks and I remember them um the day before um she told me that I don't need to be at work and that they give this particular seaweed. <clears throat> and once I eat the seaweed, um, I'm going to fill it. Um, they uh, It wraps around the baby and suffocate the baby. So then the following day, because um, it takes, so the day that I took that seaweed, I had to wait a whole day. That's why she recommended for me to go to work. And then the following, the third day, that's when I was getting the procedure. She told me, don't go to work. But hard-headed Anisha went to work anyway. She said, because it's going to be really sharp pain because it's suffocating the baby. So at that point, I wanted to turn back and say no, but I already took the seaweed, right? So <clears throat> took the seaweed. I was fine. I was good. And then the next day, my mind told me to call in. Don't go to work, you know. You just want to get your body ready for this, you know, dramatic uh, change that's about to happen to your body. So, um, <sighs> I remember it was like this day. I was at work doing my drinks and everything, acting like everything is cool. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Hold on. All right, I'm back. Um, so, I was at work at Starbucks making drinks. Everything's cool and everything. And then um, I start feeling the sharp pains. And it was not as sharp as I thought. I was like, okay, I can handle this. Oh, my God, y'all. The pain, mother freaker. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> the pain I endure. I don't wish this on no woman. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I feel like if I would have knew I was pregnant like one month or some weeks, I would have got the abortion then because it's not severe. You know what I'm saying? But this is because I was damn near seven months pregnant. And that pain, I couldn't stand up. I got weak. I started shaking. My manager told me to go upstairs. She she asked me what was going on. And I told her what was going on. And she said, why did you come to work? <laughs> why did you come to work? You should have called out. 
And then she was like, you're going home now. And I was like, no, I can't handle it. And then as I was saying, no, I can't handle this, I basically fell. Like, I couldn't stand up because that's how pain, sharp the pain was. So she was like, can somebody come pick you up? And la, la. I was like, no, I can get on the bar. I'll be okay. Da, 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 da. And she was like, no, you sit right here. So then I ended up calling him. And I told him, I was like, can you come pick me up? Or can I meet you somewhere and you just, can you take me home? And he said, what's going on? And I told him, he was like, you don't have to say no more. I'll just come get you. So I told her that (laughs) my boyfriend's coming to get me. And she's like, okay. So then she made sure, look, she treated me like a child. She walked me outside to make sure I was getting in the car. And I walked to the bar. So I get in the car. He's mad. And this is not a thing, but he's a red bone. So he's hella, when I say he's hella light-skinned, he's hella light-skinned with freckles. So he knew what I was doing. He didn't think I was going to go through with it. So I wasn't considering his feelings because I'm like, this is my body. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you know, we, we're not getting along. You're not going to care. He was mad. He was like, why did you do it? And I was like, what you mean why I do it? I'm like, we both can't even afford this baby. Um, he was like, you didn't ask, you didn't consider my feelings. And we were just arguing in the car as I'm in pain. So we arguing in the car, arguing. And I felt my hand get up and I slapped him. And I, he, when I say he never put his hands on me, he never put his hands on me. That's one thing about him. He never, he could be mad at me. He never put his hands on me. Okay. Like never. And when I slapped him and I could see my mark of my slap on him, he said, you should get out. And I was like, I'm like, you supposed to be taking me, you know, to my auntie house. He was like, no, get out. He was like, how dare you slap me because I'm talking about my feelings. And I'm like, I'm not getting out. I'm not getting fucking out. So y'all, he went to the other side. This is how toxic I was. He went to the other side trying to pull me out. So I locked the doors. <laughs> so he went pull me out of his car. So he was like, I'm about to call the police. I said, you gonna call the police? Go ahead and call the police. He had to think about that because the lifestyle he was living you know, if you read between the lines, the lifestyle he was living, the police ain't gonna be too happy when they come. They ain't gonna come get me, they gonna come get you. But anyways, um, so instead of him driving me, <laughs> instead of me driving me to Pittsburgh, y'all, he drove me to East Oakland. You know what I'm saying? At his cousin's house. So we still arguing. We still arguing. We still arguing. Mind y'all, mind y'all. Like, his cousin him, like, looking at us, like, what the fuck going on? And he was like, this bitch right here, she gonna get an abortion without consulting me, da-da-da-da-da. And then one of them, he didn't know that back in the day, you know, when I was a little tender, I used to mess with him. So he was like, bro, I understand, you know, all that. But he was like, don't call her a bitch. You know, Ernisha is real cool, you know. Whatever y'all going through, whatever y'all going through, but don't call her a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Blase, blase, blase. So that's his cousin. So um, he was like, okay. But he didn't know that me and his cousin messed around back in the day when I was a teenager. That was, I mean, it's here or there. It was just a little, you feel me? It wasn't a big deal, you know, because um, at that moment he had kids. He had a girlfriend and or a wife, whoever she was, you know. He didn't care. So it was just a very crazy thing. And then the following day was the procedure when I believe I was asleep and my mom couldn't be in there. I believe they vacuumed it out. I didn't feel no hands going in my vagina. So, cause I was put to sleep. So after that, I'm not going to lie. I was depressed for like a month or two, 
but I still kept trucking. That's the that's the thing about me. Like I can go through something like that and still do what I need to do, even though in the back of my head I want to cry, I want to break down. Like it was times during that time I did break down, but I know it was best for me, and I just didn't want to bring a baby into this world like that. And uh, to this day, the person I did get pregnant by. You know, we sat down to talk about it and um, he he said he apologized that um, at that time we was not on a good terms. We both was uh, living with people. We both wasn't, I, wasn't, I was making money and he was doing as he do, but it was just very toxic. Like the only time we wasn't toxic was when we was having sex. <laughs> That's the only time. You know what I'm saying? Are we both eating? Because we both like food. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, we was just didn't, we wasn't ready for a child. Because he already had a child already. <clears throat> and yeah. So to this day, I still talk to him. And uh, the last time he came out here, we had like a face-to-face conversation. He, he kept apologizing. He was like, I just wish, you know, things would have been different, you know. And I told him, I, I wish that I would have knew the signs of me being pregnant and I would have just stopped doing what I was doing, you know. But, I mean, we can't, um, we could talk about the past, but we can't change the past. And, um, you know, sometimes God takes us on a journey that we don't agree with. But we get through it and, you know, you can only, only, the only thing you could do is get through it. You might forgive yourself, but you're not going to forget. And that's all we can do. And he apologized. He kept apologizing. He was like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just so sorry, Anisha. And I was, and I told him, I'm sorry because I didn't consider his, you know, his emotions too, because, you know, when that was happening and when we was arguing in the car, he was telling me how. You know, it didn't matter if the kid came out disabled, like he was going to treat that child like he treated his other, you know, his daughter. So it was like, I didn't, I was, but I was already going through the motions. Like I can't turn back now. And he was like, you didn't, he was like, back then you didn't even call me like the week before you did that procedure. Just, just to see how I felt before you did that. And I was like, no, I didn't because I didn't consider you because I was like, this is my body. But, um, yeah, like that was the experience of a lifetime and like I said, I don't regret nothing in my past because it made me stronger. Even though I be thinking like, um, not to tell her business, but my best friend, me and my best friend was pregnant at the same time. And, um, when I told her that I was going to abort the baby, she was hurt because she was like, you know, we supposed to be pregnant at the same time, blah, 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 blah. But she understood and she stood by my side. And even though she was hurt, she knew I was going to be hurt more because I'm going through this procedure, right? And, um, yeah, I don't regret nothing. The only thing I always thinking back in my head is like my God, baby, that's my best friend, daughter, you know, my God, baby. And my, my child would have been, you know, around the same age and enjoying life and everything. But, you know, stuff happens and I do want kids. (laughs) I do, but I'm not in a rush to have kids. You know what I'm saying? And it has to be right. Because people always say, oh, it's never a right time to have a kid. It is. Because you you could choose your partner or you can fill out your partner. You can wear condoms. You know, some people don't wear like wearing condoms. They pull out or whatever, whatnot. But I feel like you can, you know, if you really love that person, you know, you're going to make a baby. You know what I'm saying? But if it's out of toxic, 
I don't want nothing toxic. Cause I had that, you know, the first time around I was pregnant, not saying if I get pregnant now, I'm not going to abort my baby. I'm going to keep my baby. I really want twins y'all. I just feel like I'm going to get twins so I can just be done. But if God just want me to do one by one, Hey, let's do it. You know? And, um, I really do want to adopt two. So I do want to have one, but then I want to adopt two. So I don't know if I'm going to have two and, uh, and adopt one. I don't know what the circumstance is, but, uh, I was always saying I was going to have one kid, but you know, I don't want my kid to be alone. So I can see myself pushing out two or pushing out two, you know, twins <laughs> and adopting one because I just feel like, why not? You know what I'm saying? So we'll see what happens, you know, and I'm not on nobody time and I just want stuff to be, it's not going to be perfect, but I want stuff to be right because I want to have a, I want to have a baby with my best friend, my husband, my love and my life. Of course, of course we're going to have ups and downs, but we're going to have good times and more times. We're not going to be toxic. We understand each other. We're financial stable because I, I told myself I struggle enough right now. So if I had a child right at this moment, I'm going to be really struggling because I'm going to make sure my kid have everything and I'm going to be suffering. You know what I'm saying? And then these bills coming y'all and a, a child is a bill. You know what I'm saying? Until it gets a job, you know? And I just, I just want my baby to have a good environment. And I always say, if me and my husband don't work out or me and the father don't work out, it's okay. Some things don't work out, but we will be good co-parenting. I don't wish that, you know, but I'm thinking reality, like some things, some people outgrown people and it's okay. I just want to make sure my child is growing up with both parents in the house and loving and caring and understanding. And then if it happens, that child, my children, our children will still be loved and cared in the way that they need to because I'm at a point in my life, I just don't want to have kids because somebody, because my friend had one or I don't want to have kids, oh, because my clock is ticking. Oh, I don't want to have kids because some, I want to have kids when I know I can afford a kid. Let's be honest. Because people out here just having kids just to have kids and you're broke and you came, you barely could take care of yourself, let alone take care of a child. So, I mean, no. <laughs> and I feel like a child needs everything. And I want my children to have everything. They might not have everything, but I want to make sure I can provide what I can. And making sure they have a house, you know. I want to make sure they have a house that when me and their dad go on to heaven, that they have a house. I want my kids to have land. Do you understand me? I'm going to do what I saw this lady do. So, um, I think it's Meek Mill. Uh, oh, <laughs> if you're new to my podcast, again, this is Freestyle Friday. So I jump from topic to topic to topic to topic to topic to topic. To topic. So it's different topics within this episode. So I hope I'm not losing y'all. <laughs> but going back to what I said, it was, um, I think it was Meek Mill, his second, um, baby mama or his son child whatever his baby mama i can't even talk his baby mama had i think the kid i think at the time was maybe one or two she went and bought a house and put it in his name so when he get older he ain't got nowhere he ain't got no worries to worry about all he gotta worry about you know the taxes of the house or whatever the land you know keep the grass clean but she bought him a house for his birthday 
And I'm like, that is so beautiful. So, you know, I always say like, before my child's born, I want to be in a house or a condo or whatever, you know, but I want to buy my kids, you know, I want to buy them property, you know, I want to buy, if, even if it's a small little house, because with the house that she got them, I think it was, it looked like a three bedroom house, you know? And I'm like, I want to, I want to give my kids that I want to give them land. Like this is your land, baby. You know what I'm saying? Here goes all the paperwork. You know what I'm saying? You know, I just, I want to do that. So I think that's beautiful. And you know, when that time come, you know, me getting pregnant is the father, me and the father is going to love each other unconditionally. We're going to love our kids. So that's that because um, since my sister had her baby, right? And everybody like, why are Nisha didn't have no kids yet? I mean, I tell her, tell them to mind their business because even I feel like even if I didn't have abortion, right? Don't keep asking somebody that just have a kid why their sibling didn't have kids. Cause maybe I don't want kids. And maybe I do want kids, but maybe I just I shouldn't have to explain. I don't explain myself to people anyways, because I don't give a fuck about them anyways. So it's like okay, my sister just had a kid, like, that's good for her, and I'm happy for her, you know what I'm saying, even though, I ain't gonna get into that, That that's family business, this ain't, this family business, but I'm happy for my sister, I love my niece, she's so beautiful, and I can't wait to go home, and kiss on her, well, not kiss on her, because I don't want nobody kissing on me like that, little peck, you know, on the forehead, and hug her, and hold her, and love on her, you know, and I mean, you know, it's just certain stuff I don't agree with. Um, when people just keep asking her that, like, why? Like, worry about yourself. Do you own some, like, worry about, I hate when people keep asking that question too. Like, why you don't have kids? Why are you in my business? Do you, are you going to pay my kids tuition when they're born? Are you going to buy them some land or some property? Like, why do you care if I have kids or not? Like, Why? It's none of your business. Live your life. Worry about your bills. Get some property. Mind your business. So I'm I'm just over it. And then too, um, abortion. Like, I just gotta say this. It's nothing wrong getting an abortion, ladies. If you feel like you need to get it, do not feel wrong of getting an abortion. I just feel people feel like, oh, abortion is bad, it's a sin and all this stuff. But before you get an abortion, you been sinning. You got tattoos, you know what I'm saying? You cuss, you listen to rap music, you know what I'm saying? You have kids out of wedlock. Like, it's so much sinning that we doing. Abortion is not going to hurt the little sins that you do. You know, you just got to go in and know what you want. And if you choose to do that, I ain't here to judge you. And nobody else shouldn't. And if they're judging you... And they keep judging you. That's a problem. You don't need them in your circle, even if it is your family member. Because at the same time, you just don't know the mental state of mind of that person and why they got that abortion. So, ladies, if you want to get an abortion, get one. If you don't, don't. You know, just don't feel guilty. Because I don't feel guilty. I felt sad because I didn't communicate with the father and, you know... Because the situation would have been different. But, you know, I did what I did. And, hey, God forgives. You know, I don't. No, I'm just <laughs> Yes, y'all. So, um, it is 8.32. 
p.m. and your girl got to eat something before I go to bed and I need to take these clothes off my bed. The clothes that I don't fit no more, I ripped up in the bag and child, they all over my bed. I got to put them on the couch and tomorrow's my Monday, but you know, your girl is leaving early. <laughs> and uh, today was a good day. Um, out here in Vegas, they had a big job fair with all these companies hiring and... Um, yeah, it was lit in there, like every company. And this particular, I mean, I gave my resume to most of the companies I was paying 18 and up. And um, I can't wait to share with you guys my new career, you know what I'm saying? But this one particular company, I ain't gonna say no names, but she told me to apply for my position that I want on May 2nd. And I, I'm so excited about this position because I can feel, I can I can touch it, baby. I can touch, 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 touch it. So, um, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to completely leave Amazon. I might go part-time. I might. Because when you go, they call it flex part-time, whatever. Flex part-time, you can pick up hours. You know, you got to at least pick up, I think, 25 to 30 hours a week. So, I might just switch to flex and just pick up hours, you know, from time to time. But this position, okay. Oh, okay. And it's full time with good benefits. I know that's right. So I can't wait for that. But today was a good day. It was productive. And then when I came home, because most of the jobs that I did give my resume to, I have to apply online. So I've been applying online all day. I'm so pooped. Um, but today was a good day. And I hope you guys had a good day too. And yeah, I don't have nothing else for y'all. What else I got for y'all? Hmm. Um, that's it. You know what I'm saying? We just living life and staying out the way and uh, 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 you know, this inflation is getting your girl, okay? These groceries, y'all, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was about to walk out the stove <laughs> with the groceries. I added it up. I was like, you know what? I'm about to walk out, but I didn't call my lift. <laughs> no, I paid for my groceries, but my groceries came up to 140 even with coupons. It's all good. We gotta eat, right? We got to eat. But, uh, yeah, everything is everything. And, you know, we just got to get through, through this thing called life and whatever is thrown at you. Of course, you're, you're human. You're going to have emotions about it, you know, but you got to get up and move on and enjoy life as it comes, you know. And, yeah, I don't have nothing else for y'all. I hope you had a beautiful Friday. And today on the calendar, it says Good Friday. So hopefully you're having a good old Friday. Um, be safe out there because it's a lot going on everywhere and just be mindful and look around your surroundings. I don't give a damn if it's a quote unquote good neighborhood because good neighborhoods, it ain't no more good neighborhoods because crime happens everywhere. So you guys have a beautiful, beautiful evening weekend. Oh, and this weekend is Easter. So hopefully you guys celebrate Easter. If you don't, you know, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Just have a good, blessed, safe weekend. And I love you guys. Thank you guys for listening for, to the, for the love of Renisha Podcast. I love you. Love you guys. And thank you guys for listening to me. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for holding it down for me. I know I ain't recorded in so long and I'm, I apologize, but you know, like I said, I'm still uh, grieving about my cousin and it's one day at a time, you know? So, uh, yeah, I'll see y'all next time. And like I said, tell your dog, tell your cat, tell your grandpa, tell your uncle to come listen to For the Love of Anisha podcast. Peace.